0: Welcome back to the Talking For A Podcast, the podcast where we give you all others for our news and updates. In today's episode, we'll be having a very special guest, Uh, Bailey Banfield has sent in some audio uh, for us after we asked some questions on Instagram. Uh, We're doing top three breakout years and the hub idea that AFL might implement. So it's a bit of a uh, shorter episode today, isn't it, Harry? Yeah, it'll be a little bit shorter than the usual 20 minute episode we do yeah we have been trying to get around that haven't we 20 minutes is usually our benchmark so i think this will probably be out of 15 minutes yeah around around the 15 mark. Yeah, we'll try all right so just some latest news from the Fremantle dockers footy club jesse hogan um jesse hogan's managers come out and said that he's progressing really well and um he's been given a training program by um one of the trainers at Freo. so that's good signs that he might be coming back if uh, footy does start back up again. Yeah, it's just very good signs. Obviously he went away from the club for mental health problems, which is really sad really. And it's just good to see him getting back to normal and getting back to playing footy with the Freo Dockers. Cuz my Christmas wish, what was it? It was uh, Hogan to kick 50 goals like and I think it was I think it was Hogan um, Hogan our leading goal scorer. I can't remember. I'll, I'll have all. like 50 goals for the season. Yeah. Which is gonna be very difficult with the 17 get. Ga- oh, if we play 17 games this year, and mine was Dardy McCarthy to get 10 Brownlow votes, which if we do play it, <laughs> I don't see it happening <laughs> in 17 rounds. But I don't like, see it happening with 23, to be honest. <laughs> I, I saw No, no. If he's on the wing, if he's on the wing, right? He he will get Brownlow votes. I reckon. Big call. I I think Andrew Brayshaw is going to poll double the amount of votes than Dardy this year. OK, OK. <laughs> do, you put, do you want to put a bet on that? Well, that's actually illegal, so no. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so moving on, what have we got up next, Harry? Uh, we're going to talk about the hub... Uh, system the AFL wants to implement very soon. So can you give us a bit of a rundown of what that is? Uh, so they want to set up three hubs with six teams in each uh, like hub and it's going to be like, like six teams out of each one and they travel every six to eight weeks depending on if they can play or not. So I think what you're meaning by hub is so the three states with not as much um, coronavirus infected so was it Queensland, Tasmania and it was, I think, it, I was thinking it was going to be Queensland. No, but I think... The ACT, A C T um ACT, Australia and Tasmania. I thought it was South Australia as well. What? Well, we've yeah. completely messed this up, but it's, it's, it's the states it's with... three states. It's three states with the least amount of coronavirus cases. So, yeah, so they have, um, they have what's it called, about six teams in each and they're just round-robin, wouldn't they? Yeah, round-robin. Uh, they reckon each hub... Like, they're going to go... Teams change around and stuff. But I reckon they'll be in each one for six to eight weeks. Obviously, if one's in WA, it's a bit of an advantage for the Dockers, obviously this being their home state. But they could also have to be travelling for six to eight weeks in another state, which could be very difficult. Especially if it was somewhere like um, Tasmania, if that did... I mean, that would pretty much disadvantage all teams. Except from Hawthorne, North Melbourne, they might... Uh... Yeah, but they play their... What, what... Four times a year maximum When do you see uh, Especially Hawthorne When do you see them Lose in Tasmania That's true I don't think we've ever beaten them down there Have we? No I think it was 13 years or something Yeah it's it's been a while But you know If we played six games there We're a chance I remember Every time Like when we were good Back in the 2013 To like 2015 We'd always get smashed there Do you remember that? Yeah I I remember It was It was the worst Um, I hated it I try to forget it it yeah, doesn't I, go away. Yeah, Launceston gives every, me bad memories. Every time we do play Hawthorne away, though, like 60% of the time, it's in Tasmania instead of the MCG. Actually, that's true. I can't remember the last time we played Hawthorne in Victoria. They, they, I don't hard. know. It's also like Melbourne. We never seem to play them. I mean, I know we did last year, but. We usually play them in Alice Springs. Alice Springs. Who was that last year? It was. was Adelaide. Adelaide. Adelaide, that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah we always. Seem to lose there as well. Actually, no. When Melbourne were really bad, we we won a we, fair we, bit. Yeah, we managed to beat them. But there was one year when Melbourne weren't great. Yeah. And we it was here just in 2016. it was just we just yeah. beat them. Yeah, we've also lost them there as well. Yeah. When they were bad, which is quite embarrassing. Yeah. You know, you get used to it as a O fan. But it, it's weird because I would have thought we would have more of an advantage than them due to the heat. If I'm they, they seem to play there most years, though, so probably get used to the ground. Yeah, fair enough. So I know we're saying this a little bit late, but if you haven't noticed, I don't know if you can hear the wind or the wind or any other people, but we're outside, aren't we, Harry? We're outside, making sure we're social distancing, 1.5 meters. Uh, <laughs> I think the 1, 1. 1.5 meters is just a bit smaller than Toad. What do you think about that? No comment. No comment. No, it'd be about the same be about the same height as Hayden Ballantyne, wouldn't it? Yeah, around around Hayden Ballantyne. What is he? I think he's like one he must be one sixty something. He, he's not the tallest. Uh speaking about social distancing though, the dockers have got this sort of like funny series going on, on their Instagram with an old moment for the social distancing. Uh, the last one being Hayden Ballantyne getting punched in the face. By Matthew Sculler yeah. with with like an extendable um boxing glove like you know those things where you pull the, yeah, the yeah. handle and it, yeah. yeah that's something to look out for on the Dockers Instagram uh, also they've got the documentary In the Lockdown I think in, it's yeah called. Inside the Lockdown yeah uh, that's it they haven't uh, released episode 2 yet which is pretty disappointing I was looking forward to it but yeah. hopefully that comes out soon. yeah well, they're, they're probably doing that because they know we're going to be in lockdown for so long and I mean there's only so much you can document um, you know what I mean like with them moving out like I guess they're just trying to space it out for as long as I possibly can, I presume, Talking or making the it. league being suspended, though, the AFL set to make a statement by the end of the month of when the the footy will be up and going again and when clubs can start training. Okay, we're going to make a prediction, another one. Um, when do you think, the, if the season presumably goes ahead, I'm, I'm saying it will, um, and we do manage to get through the, the rest of the season, when do you think grand final day will be? Grand final day... New Year's Eve, I was going to say Boxing Day. No, we're going we're gonna to kick uh, the cricketers out of Optus Stadium. We're going to have the, the grand final, Optus. I was thinking box, Boxing Day. They've got but, no, but the crickets on. Yeah, but they could have the cricket in Melbourne at the MCG and then surely surely they, they bring the, the grand final the double problem, double header. The only problem is with uh, the grand final coming over here, the AFL has got an agreement with the MCG yeah, yeah. for 50 years. So the the only reason it wouldn't be held there is because cricket is being taken up the space. I don't know if I'd want to see it. I know it, it sounds feel weird. The same, yeah, that. I don't know how much I like. Something about it. it being in Melbourne, but. You know. And I, what do you think about the the time slot, the twilight time slot? I uh, I like the. I don't think it needs to be changed. Like I feel like the rules of AFL change too often sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, some of them for the better of the game, but some of them are, I feel like, a bit pointless. The changes. Uh, so I think, keep it at, is it 12.30 our time? Yeah, 12.30, thirty one o'clock. Yeah, around then our time. I think you keep it there. It's it's a tradition. Yeah, I don't know why they're stopping it. Probably, I don't know how long they've been doing that time. So the only reason it shouldn't be at the MCG is because of maybe this year they're not be able to have access to the MCG or if the MCG is under construction. Well, they've been talking about building, rebuilding the MCG for about... Seven or eight years, from what I can remember. One one day they'll have to Re- at least renovate yeah, it. Yeah, renovate it. And as the population grows, they might even huh. put another tier on it. Doubt that. I, I doubt that. But if you look at the population growth. Yeah, well, it's coronavirus, I don't think there's going to be much growth. <laughs> no, kidding, kidding. Uh, <laughs> moving on now, uh, we're going to do the top three um, players due for a breakout season. Um, if the season does go ahead, or oh, I mean, even next season, so just the next season that goes ahead, the most recent season, if that makes sense. No, I've messed that up. But this, it, this season? This, this season, season, okay. Okay, you, you're gonna go for your number th- your three? Yeah, my number three's actually mine have, in any order, really. Like, I don't really mind. Yeah, yeah, one, I'm gonna go like that as well. I'm gonna put number three, Bailey Banfield. He's his third season, looking really good. On the track, uh, especially against West Coast, kicking those goals in the last quarter, which were crucial for our victory over the cross cross town rivals. It's always good to beat them, even if it's pre season. I don't care. What they well, say. We beat them. On about that. On about West Coast. It's been five years to today, uh, April nineteenth, that we've won a derby. That's pretty depressing. That actually. It is, it is depressing. <laughs> but you know, you got to think of the positives. That was a good win. You got, got to think of the positives, right? Okay, there's an ant crawling off of my pants, sorry about that. Yeah, go go ahead. You gotta see the pauses, cause uh when we win our next derby, which will be the one this season if it goes ahead <laughs> We will win. Alright? We'll win three straight. Once I, I, actually I'll restate that. Once we win our next derby, we'll win three straight. Well I think if we when we win our next derby, West Coast is gonna be absolutely terrible because I can't see us well, beating West Coast for another two years. Uh, West Coast's list is aging. I'm not saying they're going to drop. They could be up there for four to five years. They could be only up there for two to, two more years. They're, they're a very unpredictable team at this point. They've got some good young talent, but they've also got some aging players. Like Will Schofield. They need to get rid of him. He is absolutely useless. I'm sorry, I'm actually sorry. I don't know. I don't know if anyone listening to this is a West Coast fan, but I think Will Schofield has got to be the worst player in Western Australia at the moment. I'm s- maybe I'm not watching him close enough, but <laughs> whenever I seen Will Schofield play, it is like watching Oz kick I'm sorry he must be he must be in the team for some reason. He must be playing a role that I'm not seeing, but I think he's not the best, okay? What do, what do you think about that? I know this does have nothing to do with Fremantle, well, but... when we played uh, in the last series, uh, in the last quarter, he was on a couple of players that kicked a few in the last quarter. That's all I've got to say I did not think you got to touch the whole day, if I'm honest. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a kick in, but... I didn't see any... any that doesn't at disposal yet. It doesn't? Does it doesn't <laughs> count of disposal. I didn't know that. Because, uh... Yeah, I, I guess it's play, just a free uh, disposal, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, I was playing... I'm pretty sure that's the rule. And AFL Evolution 2 backs me up because I was playing a game, not on my career mode for YouTube, but it's a casual game. We actually got it to West Coast, actually. Uh, they kicked 11 behinds. Oh, classic. And Hamling took every single kick in, and he did not get 11 disposals. Actually no Yeah, that is true. That, that, that actually is true because I remember um, I was playing as Michael Frederick, um, big number 43, and I think I made him take all the, all the kick-ins as well. Um, yeah, he didn't. He didn't get more than seven, I don't think. So, yeah, I don't think it must be. Well, we learn something new every day. You do learn something new every day. Well, we just got a little bit sidetracked there. We just had to cut it there, and we just realized that we did get really sidetracked. So, sorry about that. Um, I'm gonna say my one of my pe- people again, no order. Um, I'm gonna say Andy Brayshaw. I know he's also he's always really solid um, already, but I reckon this year could be his really, really, like... I reckon he, he could potentially be a future Brown Redman. I reckon he's going to be a future captain. Yeah, him or Hamling, potentially. Yeah, Hamling is a rig. Hamling looks like he could be a future captain, maybe Pierce as well. I mean, I rate Pierce there's as it, well. There's actually a few players in our squad at the moment who could be potential captains after Fife. But I think it's more likely to be Brayshaw because of how long I think five's going to go. Yeah, exactly. On. I don't think Fife's going to be... um. Leaving us anytime soon. Um, yeah, you go, go on with your second? Well, my second one was Andy Brayshaw as well. There's not much else to say. He's just solid player. Yeah, okay. My second one is Luke Ryan. I know he's all, all already probably one of our. Do you reckon that's a fair assessment? Yeah, he's a very underrated defender. I think he's possibly one of the most underrated players in the AFL. But I think this year could be his um, chance to show everybody what he's capable of, and so he isn't underrated anymore. And he is regarded um, as one of the best defenders in the comp, as he probably deserves. Um, He doesn't get the recognition of people like grimes and mcgovern i mean i mean i know he's completely different to grimes but if i'm honest i reckon grimes is a tad overrated um i know he's really good he's a but really like good player, like maybe just a little just though. a tad overrated but doesn't mean he's not bad though. yeah he's still yeah a very class player yeah um yeah i wouldn't mind having him on for a list but i reckon yeah, I, alex, I, I pierce, alex pierce alex has been very unlucky of injuries he was going to make all australian for sure last year he was yeah. He, he was shooting. definitely gonna make it. Okay, you go with your okay. final one. My final one was gonna be Luke Ryan so just leave it at that. Yeah, keep it original, Harry. Keep it very original. And more. my my. I can't remember number one. For okay, I'll, I'll go first. You can you can think. My my number one is actually Can I do two players because you did. I remember in your um, your one of your predictions, a few pods back. You did two. So do I get two for this? Yeah, yeah yeah, that's fine okay I'm gonna say Tobe and Frederick Tobe Watson um, I, I actually put a thing on the Fremantle Dockers Facebook asking everyone about Tobe and a person came back with Joe Watson Tobe Watson It's <laughs> I mean he he wasn't wrong. I think that Tobe Watson um, actually can maybe even boost our already pretty solid defense. Um, I don't know pretty much the only two people that could come out of that back six at the moment is probably Dooman and Hill only because Hill's injuries and I don't know how um, he's going with them but I mean hopefully like we said in the previous podcast hopefully he's like he's he's not too far away from returning and if he does it's not a reoccurring injury he can get back to good footy. Definitely, but I think also Hayden Young is going to... He's going to start somebody in his spot. So y- yeah, I think he could take one, his one of those spots. spots. Really oh, yeah, I, that's what I was saying. I, I, was, I think you could play him and Wilson on opposite sides and they'll just be spearing it to our wingers and the yeah, yeah, and they got a run and carry as well. Um, who's your number one, Harry? So number one now is going to be Lockie Schultz. Oh, no, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. That's, he, he kicked a few in the Mars series, and I think... Was he our leading goal? He would have been our leading goal. Yeah, season. he kicked four. Was it Carlton he kicked four? Yeah, yeah, and he kicked one against West Coast, I think. So probably the leading goal squad. I think he's just showing great potential, and he's been working really hard. So hopefully he has a breakout, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, we're going to go get some questions for Bailey after this. So thanks again, Bailey, uh, for coming on the podcast. We've got him here or um, some audio responses for some questions that we just sent to him. So here is the first question. Um, so what are you doing to stay fit in this time?
1: doing the program that our S&C staff have put in place, so that's running three times a week, which is pretty similar to what we do over our off-season or over our Christmas break, um, but with a little bit more emphasis on footy movements, I guess. Um, so it's just about trying to maintain that fitness for when we do ba- go back to training in terms of gym it's obviously a bit different as well uh, just because um, we don't have access to the facilities so we've just been doing body weight circuits uh, which I've been able to do in my living room which is okay a bit of a pain but um, nothing that can't be overcome uh, it's obviously pretty different as well to what we'd normally be doing this time of year but I think having that one other person that you are allowed to train with is pretty important just for being able to have that motivation and push yourself as well a little bit further with some
0: Uh, we love your trick shot you did the other day uh was that the first attempt or did it take you a few tries also on that uh listeners uh if you want to see the trick shot it was pretty good wasn't it it was a very good trick shot i think it's on the photo instagram so if you want to check that out head there (laughs)
1: <laughs> My trick shot the other day, that definitely wasn't the first attempt. I had a couple at it. Um, I had a couple that worked, but the camera wasn't... The camera didn't film it properly, um, which I was pretty frustrated about, but ended up getting there. It wasn't the first time, but um, didn't have too many cracks at it, which, was, which I was pretty happy with.
0: So how are the boys, uh, the te- your teammates, uh, catching up during this time? And if you could be in isolation with any teammate, who would it be?
1: Yeah, catching up physically is obviously a lot harder at the moment and trying to adhere to the social distancing as much as possible. So, um, But the boys have still been finding a way. We obviously keep in contact through social media with um, Snapchat and messages and Instagram and whatnot. Um, and we've also had a couple of bigger group catch-ups as well. Like once a week we'd do upper body weight circuit over webcam which is pretty interesting and always there's been a couple of technical difficulties but it's always pretty fun and um, just a good way to see everyone as well and just see their faces which has been nice Um, the one person that I would live with that I wouldn't mind living with in isolation I reckon would be Sam Switkowski he's pretty good value he's he's funny Um, he keeps you on your toes as well and he's always got a joke but um, doesn't mind his own space as well, so he wouldn't be on top of you all the time either.
0: OK, last question here. What are you
1: doing at home to stay occupied?
0: And also, thanks for coming on, Bally. really appreciate it.
1: Uh, pretty similar to a lot of the boys at home, I think, playing lots of COD. Um, and I've got, gotten a little bit too good at it, which is a bit concerning, but um, keeping myself busy and trying to keep my mind occupied as well with... I've I've still got some uni that I've been doing. I've got a mid-semester test coming up and an assignment, an essay due as well. Um, And then doing lots of reading. I love my reading, so... Um, plenty of books and then also doing some work for my family business Willow Creek Pearls as well um, writing some blogs and creating some online content for for them to try and draw people to the website and get them looking at pearls and um, checking out what we've got to offer I guess uh, in these in these tough times thanks for having me guys really appreciate it cheers
0: all right thanks Bailey um yeah I really liked what Bradley had to say there. Sound is really positive. Keeping It's good that he's keeping his mind off things and still keeping fit, yeah, fit and he's stuff. He's just turning a negative into a positive, which is pretty good. Yeah, it would probably be almost a good thing for some players. as um, Maybe even some of the players has been in the system for uh, a bit longer than some of the other ones because it's pretty full on, I guess. Um, I mean, some people say AFL is not the like it's a pretty easy job but it's actually pretty hard it's, they have to do a lot of exercise it's very tough on the body so they yeah. actually have to put a lot of effort yeah it'd be very draining um, yeah so I think that's all the time we have for on this podcast yeah well, uh, we've got some YouTube videos coming out about AF evolution, so make sure you check out the YouTube Talking Frio and also our Instagram Talking underscore Frio and that's all we've got time for also on the Instagram we've just hit 1000 followers so thanks everyone for following um, really appreciate it yeah, thanks, thanks everyone who followed. We mm-hmm. wouldn't be here without our followers. So. Yeah, and um, I think next week we might even do a live stream of us making the podcast on Instagram or YouTube, one or the other. So um, We've also had a suggestion of recreating goals. So if you've got any suggestions, send them in uh, to our DM on TalkAnderscoreFrio. All right, thanks, guys, for listening. Go, Go Frio. <laughs>